Happy Friday, folks. Thank you so much for checking out our show. We really, really appreciate it. Just wanted to shout out that starting in April, we will have video episodes of the podcast up on our YouTube channel at ZanZZ Podcast. Search us, find us, you'll see the cover artwork. There it'll be. Yes, starting April 3rd, video podcast. Link in the description. Thanks for checking us out. Have a great weekend. Zanzizi Zambibi. Welcome to the Zanzizi Podcast. Zanzizi Zambibi. And welcome to the Zanzizi Podcast. I'm Rad Dead 2023, gathered in the Rad Dead 2023 studios, again, with returning guests, Brother Bear and Lady Caitlin. Hello! I haven't, I haven't come up with a good that nickname. That wasn't me. <laughs> it was. What? She's the beatboxer of the bunch. Mm. Get her, officer. She's the beatboxer of the bunch. <laughs> Interesting. Um... Guys, what do you feel about AI? Allen Iverson was one of the <laughs> best basketball players of my lifetime and anybody's lifetime. A and I are a couple of my favorite vowels. Uh, interesting. Sure. AI with the Okay, miss, stole. I go to a library and I burn the CDs off. Ooh, I'm a little hooligan, I am. <laughs> I'm talking about artificial intelligence, folks. What do you feel about artificial intelligence? I mean, Steven Spielberg made better movies. <laughs> Originally, I don't like that Haley was Stanley. Joel Osmond. That was Stanley Kubrick's idea, man. Oh, really? Yeah, he was in the initially. That was his. He was going to do that, and then Spielberg was like, "Oh God, I love Stanley. I got to finish his picture." Oh, okay, yeah, because mm. he was dead. Mm-hmm. Right. When did Kubrick pass away? Uh, this is... 99, 2000? I mean, I'm going off the, my head. I'm a yeah, huge yeah. Kubrick fan, and I love his movies. Because AI came out in, like, just early 2000, 2000s. yeah. Oh, okay. Something like that. Yeah. Look. How do you want me to feel about... Artificial yeah. intelligence? How do I want no, no, you to no, no, feel? Yeah, how do you want me to feel about it? You You're so passive-aggressive feel- today, Lady Caitlin. <laughs> I mean, what? It's a thing. It's it like exists. it's almost nine o'clock, and it's time what, for you to put on your loafers I, and go to bed. What am I supposed to feel about it? I can't do nothing about it. Like, okay, so <laughs> yeah. currently, if you go on social media, I see more and more AI art generation. Okay, like the, yeah. You've mm-hmm. got apps that come out. You've got things like the Dolly, Mid Journey. I think I've sent you a few where it's like art generated by computers that yeah. like did like. The There's Macy's like the, Day Parade or... The whole John Oliver thing. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. whole shebang where he marries a cabbage, right? Yeah, something like that. That was yeah. a past last week tonight <laughs> episode. I, I heard about um, this thing called Chat GPT. Yes. Um, I, I didn't research as much. Uh, some of the teachers I work with were talking about, you know, wanting to get like a, a PhD and like work with this stuff. So, yeah, I mean, um, I mean, like, it's probably going to change 
some things as far as technology goes. Mm-hmm. I I think in our lifetime, you know, Caitlin and I in our like early to mid thirties, Ryan in his late thirties, like, I, um, or sorry, Ryan's forty now. Whoop. <laughs> I leveled. <laughs> I leveled up. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for the beatboxing, Caitlin. You're welcome. That was me. (laughs) I love how you can throw your voice. Um, Yeah, ChatGPT is a chatbot launched by OpenAI in November 2022. It is built on top of OpenAI's GPT 3.5 family of large language models and is fine-tuned with both supervised and reinforced learning techniques. What does that mean? ChatBT was launched as a prototype and quickly garnered attention for its detailed responses and articulate answers across many domains of knowledge. Its uneven factual accuracy was identified as a significant drawback, though. Hmm, Smart, but only sometimes. Hmm. uh, The core (laughs) function of a chatbot is to mimic a human conversationalist. Journalists have also noted ChatBT's versatility and improvisation skills, including its ability to write and debug computer programs, to compose music, teleplays, fairy tales, and student essays, to answer test questions, to write poetry and song lyrics, to emulate a Linux Linux system, to simulate an entire chat room, to play games like tic-tac-toe, and to simulate an ATM. Simulate an ATM? Mm -hmm. So you're not actually getting your money out? Simulated money? I would well, like sure, I have Monopoly money. in one of these closets, but I'm not necessarily <laughs> sure it's going to help you very much, lady. Damn it! Sounds like an opinion. <laughs> um, what do you want me to feel about AI? <laughs> Blood feel well, I don't know. I mean, it's just it is like not something I interact much with, like yeah. in a day to day sort of way, but. It is definitely something that, you know, I want to stay aware of because it could change, like, so much of people's lives. And, like, I don't know, maybe the things that we're seeing it interact with, you know, at first, like, artwork, things Mm -hmm. like that. It's just kind of like you you have to take cues from, from... how artists feel about it because like i don't know i've heard a little bit about how like some people are really against it they don't like the art generation stuff or at least they feel like um whatever kind of images that the ai is using to then generate that art from those people should be credited or at least asked before their work is kind of entered into that database or whatever. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and almost so, like it needs to be public domain before it can be right, AI. Right, right. Yeah. Cause it's like, yeah. you know, a lot of artists are like, I didn't give permission for my artwork to be included in this mm-hmm. data set or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's a really good point. Yeah. And then she's smart. You should marry her kid. <laughs> I think Getting a lot of people married. see it see it as a good jumping off point. Like, I don't know. Um, I like to dabble sometimes, painting and and such. Sometimes I like to have like a a place to start 
you yeah. know? And so, like, I, I think a lot of that AI-generated art, it's kind of like a, a good place to start if you're just, like, kind of looking for an idea, like a place to start. Yeah. You know? What do you think? The wheels that? turning on something. You know, like, my bonehead argument I'll make is, you know, as as a musician, if a computer generates music, and let's say it, like, mimics guitars and drums and you know organic sounds it's not electronic music um but it's you know it's completely ai generated it sounds like the fucking rolling stones and people want to get into it i don't give a shit i mean i i think you know you are what you eat mm-hmm. if, if if that's what people want to consume go wild you know um i I, I, I don't view that as competition nor Am I like a professional? You know what I mean? It's just always been like a hobby or a passion. But like, it, you know, I don't make my living making music. I think it's it's different when you get into a visual medium. Um, Have you heard any of the AI generated compositions? Like, you music? Know, I, I can't say I have. I mean, like. I, They're pretty weird. <laughs> like they yeah. don't really make. You sound like you just figured out what our ending song is going to be today. What? We get Mm -hmm. to hear one? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Yeah. But I still haven't told you what the topic is yet, even though I've alluded to AI. Allen Iverson. And we still have not talked about basketball. I I, I would like to buy a vowel. Okay. You get an I. For I think you're great. So, on <laughs> September 2nd, 2022, in an article by the New York Times by Kevin Roos, an AI-generated picture won an art prize. Artists aren't happy. According to the artworks creator, he says, quote, I won and I didn't break any rules. This year, the Colorado State Fair's annual art competition gave out prizes in all the usual categories, painting, quilting, and sculpture. But one entrant, Jason M. Allen of Pueblo West, Colorado, didn't make his entry with a brush or a lump of clay. He created it with Midjourney, an artificial intelligence program that turns lines of text into hyper-realistic graphics. Mr. Allen's work... Theatre d'Opera Spatiale took home the blue ribbon in the fairs contest for emerging digital artists, making it one of the first AI generated. I'm sorry, making it one of the first AI generated pieces to win such a prize and setting off a fierce backlash from artists who accused him of essentially cheating. Reached by phone on Wednesday, Mr. Allen defended his work. He said that he had made clear that his work, which was submitted under the name Jason M. Allen via Midjourney, was created using AI and that he hadn't deceived anyone about its origins. Quote, I'm not going to apologize for it. He said, I won and I didn't break any rules. AI-generated art has been around for years, but tools... But tools released this year with names like Dolly 2, Midjourney, and Stable Diffusion have made it possible for rank amateurs to create complex, abstract, or photorealistic works simply by typing a few words into text box. These apps have made many human artists understandably nervous about their own futures. Why would anyone pay for art, they wonder, when they could generate it themselves? Do you guys want to see an image of this art? Yeah, I want to see the award-winning artwork. 
What? <laughs> yeah, I did a I did a little uh, Google search. I just searched uh, Mid Journey uh, AI art, and uh, when I did, uh, I uh, flipped through uh, some that they're you know all kind of what you'd uh, imagine for like kind of outer space theme stuff. It looks incredible. Um, don't get me wrong. But the one I grab, like, so th- this one looks like a, a fucking, um, I don't know, like it, it's like in a future palace in a desert, like it's some Star Wars Dune jack off art. And then <coughs> right up I, my alley, I see <laughs> what looks like a fucking oil painting of Andrew WK, and I go, This is art. <laughs> and apparently, this is AI art uh, generated on uh, Mid Journey. Uh, it looks amazing to me. Um, Check that out. That's what I think. Uh, I want to see what you're looking at. Hold on, so, I bumped some shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's just been looking at his thumb, people. No, no, no. I had it pulled up. Hold up. I appreciate you looking this up, but today's episode isn't necessarily just about AI-generated art. It's about a specific piece that was created on accident. Not that award winner no, right there. No. This. <laughs> that is glorious picture of Andrew WK. Follow our Instagram and you will see a picture of Andrew WK. Don't worry about it, folks. Don't worry. He is a man. <laughs> no, is this man. is about Loeb. That's going to be the name of the episode. Loeb. I dropped a sweet Loeb. <laughs> Excuse me. That Sorry, doesn't have an that, A that or an I in it. That was evil rad dad. He popped out of the couch. Hmm. My bad. Go back to your... He's a gnome. <laughs> he is a gnome. Can he buy a... Hey, gnome, don't you know me? Gnome. Don't you gnome me? Mm-hmm. Wow. Nay, me Watts. Loeb is a fictional <laughs> character... It's a great gnome name. <laughs> Loeb is... Is a fictional character which Twitter user SuperComposite has claimed that they discovered with an unspecified textus image AI model in April of 2022. The user described it as an unexpectedly emergent property of the software, saying they discovered it when asking the model to produce something, quote, as different from the prompt as possible. Now, I've heard about this because what it was was it was Marlon Brando. They searched Brando in this AI generator and typed in minus one mm. what that means is minus one is basically circling all the way around back <laughs> it's a fucking fish to the least Sorry. possible image related to the word wow. they were just late sitting there typing shit in and then this came up now swedish now let's talk about this person swedish Based musician and artist Supercomposite has said they first generated these images in April 2022 by using the algorithmic technique of negative prompt weights, which is what I was just explaining, accessing latent space. The initial prompt, Brando minus one, requesting the opposite of actor Marlon Brando, generated a quote, Skyline logo with cryptic lettering, which I've seen that in a lot of those mid journey things because I follow an AI generated page and Every time I'm always like, wow, that's beautiful. And then I look up close and their eyes freak me out. Mm. Or something's like, hey, that Snoopy's nose is like the size of his whole body. And it's like curled up near his butt cheeks or something weird. Right. Yeah, because they Mm -hmm. can mimic shapes, but they they don't know how to mimic 
um, I, 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 the human I say, essence. I want to say life. Yeah, there, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the actual humanity of, you know, making the art. Attempting to generate the opposite of this image using the prompt Digita Picnic Skyline logo minus one yielded what Supercomposite described as an off-putting image. Um, multiple images, all of the same devastated-looking older woman with the fine triangles of rosacea on her cheeks. Super Composite nicknamed the character Lobe after one of the generated images resembled an album cover that included the printed word Lobe. Now, these images will be on our Instagram. Instagram, the Zanzizi podcast. Check it out. I am going to show my co-hosts today images which they can scroll through that were found on this so they can see what this uh, lady with rosacea looks like. I don't like that. She's scary. Super Composite Why says make that? that using the image as a prompt for further images produced increasingly violent and gory details. Our results. Superimposite speculated that something about the image could be adjacent to extremely gory and macabre imagery in the distribution of the AI's world knowledge. Supercomposite says that when they combine images of Loeb with other pictures, the subsequent results consistent consistently return an image including Loeb, regardless of how much distortion they added to the prompts, to try and remove her visage. Supercomposite speculated that the latent space region of the AI map that Loeb is located in, in addition to being near gruesome imagery, must be isolated enough that any combinations with other images could only use Loeb from her area and no related images due to its isolation. Um, so this lady looks creepy. Like, look, what's this? She's uh. holding, like... What looks like an Alvin and the Chipmunks with a uh, a suicide note. <laughs> she looks like somebody's bent out grandma who's like asking for Paul Malls or Virginia Slims for sure. And now she's just popping up and everything. Yeah. It looks like a horse stuffed animal they say with she's, the, that has a cast. They say so. she's the she. The, I mean, the first article I saw was about how she was the internet's first AI generated demon. Yeah. I mean. She pops up in multiple images. This one is just terrifying. Like, what's up with the faces here, guys? I mean, it, it looks kind of cool. No, it's here. I wouldn't want to go there. It's That's the avatar version of her. <laughs> yeah, there's an yeah. avatar version of her. <laughs> anyway, like I said, there'll be but images of... She's showing up Ooh. because people are doing the minus one thing. Mm-hmm. And that's it? Like so, if, if if I just put the word ocean in and then did minus one, Loeb well, might pop up in the middle of the ocean with her fucking crazy face sticking out of it. Let oh, me let look, me, she's Joker in that image. Right. Super yeah. Composite has said that for quote for various reasons they are declining to disclose the software used to create the images. Loeb has been referred to as the quote first AI generated cryptid and has gone viral. Despite hyping up the cryptid nature of the discovery in their wording, Supercomposite admitted that Loeb isn't really haunted, of course, but noted that the mythos that has sprung up around the AI-generated character has gone beyond the initial involvement. Also, since more images of Loeb are being made by other artists now, future AIs will use those images as part of their latent space maps, making her an innate part of the internet landscape now. 
with super composite adding quote if we want to get rid of her it's already too late so she's just gonna keep popping up and i heard about another one called krungus <laughs> Krungus, even, which, which even i mean scarier. the artwork the artwork looked to me like the yellow king scribbled it out on a manifesto the you know the bad guy from season one of true detective like krungus krungus sounds like romanian santa claus like romanian krampus I mean, Krungus is coming. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the pointiest, curliest shoes and fingers. He, he doesn't look very happy. He looks like a monster from an 80s VHS movie. That's like. That's, that's less freaky. That's. How can that be AI? There's like literally phones in those pictures. I mean, Krungus should be in Guar, from what I can tell. But. I mean, it works. Krungus and Krampus. I put in Krungus because I have an AI-generated um, app on my phone that I downloaded that I did a tr- trial and then I paid like a dollar for. Uh, it's it's called Wonder, but I mean, you know, if you guys want to sponsor the show, then I'll talk positive about you, but I'm not going to keep going on. But I put Krungus into the AI phone generator and give me a picture of burnt cookies. So, hmm. I mean, the Krungus Among Us just sounds like what's stuck to the roof of your mouth. Every time I've, you know, just baked the shit out of some Toll House, I think, Krungus! I, I get that. And honestly, when I used this AI generator before I heard people putting in Marlon Brando and, you know, Krungus, I just asked it for Fat Batman or Chubby Power Rangers. And I have those images and I will put them on our Instagram because you do need to see them. Fat Batman is worth a uh, a dark reboot. Anyway, let's take a break. When we come back, more of the lobe that lobe. I'm going to drop. I'm scared. The mother lobe. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage a comedian. I just had birthday, turned an older age. I am now so old my birth certificate is death certificate. (laughs) How are dentists real? You touch enough tooth and get a job working in my mouth. I hate the economy. (laughs) Politics are happening again. There are too many flags. If flag wave at me, I have to wave back or I am canceled by culture, free speech, not no more, cost $17. Just jesting. I'm kidding you all. To prove I am kidding, here are some kids. Get off stage. Stage is funnier than you. You should be a stage, not a joke DJ. Stop being you. Oh, are you comedian? Or are you airplane food? Because you are bad. I am roasting you good. An airplane will eat you now. Here is my impression of microwave. Beep, beep. I am microwave. I dropped out of oven college. Beep. Impression is so good it's making me hungry. Help me open his face to get popcorn from microwave. What is this corn? It is not real. 
It is not popcorn. It is propcorn. I am prop comedian, a comedian who owns items. <laughs> okay, everybody, knock, knock. I love door jokes. Who is at the door? Who is at the me? Chad. Chad who? Chad, Florida. I invented Florida. It was a hot mistake. <laughs> Florida is state where logic goes on vacation. Florida is an alligator people live on. <laughs> Dinosaurs are crazy weird, right? How did they survive without having credit cards? I guess they didn't. <laughs> Hey, a flag is on stage now. It's waving at me, but will I wave back? No way. Hold your horse. Flag is my wife. We together so many decades, our marriage certificate is death certificate. <laughs> Listen, man. Oh, no, I'm tired. I know you're tired, mama. What's a gator if he's not a dinosaur? I mean, aren't chickens <laughs> dinosaurs? Birds are dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah What's raptors. a bird? Not a gator. The raptors, baby. <laughs> hey, get a lobe of this podcast. Get a lobe of it. <laughs> Listen. So, I can't help but feel a little bit alarmed with things like this because it reminds me a bit of the slender man, which was a similar story in a past episode we did on conspiracy therapy. And it did inspire real world violence because two girls believed there was a slender man so much. There's a documentary about it called the beware of slender man. I think it's either on Netflix or whatever you can Google it. Mm. But ladies and gentlemen, this gives me the idea of that. And to me, what's scary is a demon was created by something somebody just inputted randomly by searching Brando, Marlon Brando, which is like, look, I know he was supposedly bisexual and slept with uh, Richard Pryor or something. I don't know, blind items. That's not really this show, but mm -hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean I would think that a demon lady would pop up. The internet is just input created by our world. And a scared woman hunt, haunting nerds in their basement got created. So that's interesting. Yeah, Is it, I though? Mean, I mean, like... Well, here, let me... Maybe leave, a scary me, demon lady is the opposite of Marlon Brando. Like, who's to say it isn't? Well, what's the opposite of a bird? An uh, alligator. <laughs> Clearly. Uh, we've come full circle. <laughs> well... I don't know. Is it the opposite, though? When I think polar opposite, <laughs> I'm like, okay, so it flies, it was a dinosaur, and it's still alive. So what you really want is like a short-lived reptile. And birds Like are, a baby gator. But are birds just... They a, get eaten by a bird. But if it's another animal, how is it the opposite? Wouldn't the opposite of a bird be like a piece oh, of paper? It's fucking pencil sharpener. This is fucking... <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, bird. Hey, bird. What you the opposite of, bird? 
<laughs> squawk, squawk. I don't know shit. And I shit all the time. I'm a bird. Okay, so look. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like that's it's like nonsensical. It's a nonsensical thing to like go for the uh, ask. Yeah. I so, mean, it's easy enough to be like, okay, the opposite of good is bad. The, you know, black, white, the, it, there's, there's ways to get the opposite of it. It's just interesting to think about a computer trying to rationalize human. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's just, kind of, it's kind of like a human created concept. Right. Like most yeah. things in the world, or I would argue nothing in the world is really, you know, Completely this opposite. We're all adjacent. That, we're all it's made of, somewhere in between. We're all made of stars, brother. Yeah. Yeah. Like the Moby song. Is <laughs> oh, he new metal adjacent? <laughs> I thought he was uh, just a fan of uh, hockey. Uh, the Dallas Star. <laughs> Moby. What was Moby? Moby. A vegan. Um, oh, I thought you were going for genre of music. I was like, he was a bald guy. <laughs> he made vegan music. <laughs> it, it was gluten-free, he would say. Uh, do you guys know what a tulpa is? A tulpa? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oklahoma, yeah. Would you like me to Great explain time. for Nicholas? Yes, what? please remind us, because I know what it is. I know exactly what it is. You don't so, know. <laughs> Slender, Slender Man could be considered a tulpa. Okay. But let me break this down a little bit Tulpa more. Tulpa Chico. I love those. Love them. Tulpa. I, I love them. I'm a pineapple boy. Tulpa or tulpas uh, from Buddhism, mysticism, is a magical creature. <laughs> Nick just released a magical creature for everyone to hear. We had Indian food, and then I had some ice cream to just kind of cool it off after. So now I'm just cutting it up. <laughs> Caitlin's losing her He's shit He's like, right get now. a loop. Yeah, I'm going to drop a lobe when I get home. (laughs) So a a, a tulpa is a magical creature that attains corporeal corporeal reality, having been originally merely imaginary. A type of thought, uh, or number two, it is a type of thought form capable of independent action with a persistent personality and identity, a kind of modern imaginary friend. Mm Mm-hmm. But with, but with real-life consequences. Right. Yeah. If you're reading this, according to Tulpa.info, <laughs> you're likely entirely new to the Tulpa phenomenon. If you want to learn more about Tulpas and eventually create one of your own, you'll have to, a lot of reading to do. But this is a good place to start. This text is a rundown of what Tulpas are and what they can do. What is a Tulpa? A tulpa is an entity created in the mind, acting independently of and parallel to your own consciousness. Could Santa Claus be a tulpa? I mean, we tell our kids he's real, but that motherfucker can't travel the globe. He'd have like point zero 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 one millisecond to eat a cookie and drop a couple <laughs> gifts. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, okay, all right. Hmm. Hmm. I'm, I'm saying this is a thinker. In this segment, because you have to think like, granted, not Loeb hasn't done anything. It's just showing up. Mm-hmm. But if it inspires the right kind of creepy pasta, and that yeah. creepy pasta inspires a movie, right. and that movie inspires music or anything or mm-hmm. art that suddenly a couple of thirteen-year-olds 
decide is real, and then they say the name in the kitchen, or not the kitchen, in the bathroom, in the mirror with the lights off. Right. See? Lobe, lobe, lobe. Yeah. I I never... And I said, I remember when we did the Slenderman episode, I posited that Freddy Krueger was one because I had nightmares and he was in them when I saw the movies when I was a teen. Right. Yeah. What do you mean with the Slenderman? Isn't that like what people see when they have like sleep paralysis? No, you're talking about like the, there's a really scary movie called Nightmare or. No, no. This is like an actual thing. No, sleep paralysis. No, you're right. The man yeah. with the hat and the man with the hat. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. But Slender Man is what's Slender? Which is just Johnny Cash. Just leave out some ice cream. He'll 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 go away. <laughs> <laughs> what is Slender Man though? Well, I can I can talk a little bit about Slender Man if you'd like, because I think he's he's had his pretty much his day. Um so the Tulpa effect is a theory on the creation and existence of Slenderman. Mm-hmm. Tulpas are thought forms or beings created from the collective thoughts and beliefs of separate individuals. We kind of went in that. In relation to Slenderman, the idea of intentional creation of Slenderman as a Tulpa pre uh, came as early as 2000, uh, 2009 of August, or August of 2009. As the idea was first thrown around in the Something Awful forums, that idea is still carried today by some Slenderman-based community, specifically Slender Nation. Although the various separate evolutions of the Slenderman creature have created varying beliefs, traits, descriptions, and actions, and no longer include a single unified description of Slenderman. Now, there's a thing called... Um, uh, what was it? Marvel Hornets, which is a series, uh, it's like a horror series online, and there's like part one through like part like 82 now, and mm-hmm. some clips are 30 seconds, and some go up to like three minutes. Basically, you have you follow it chronologically, and it's it's like its own version of like a horror creepy pasta that you can watch on YouTube. And one of the first the first clip I think is the pretty much the birth of slender man because at the very end this guy's walking through this dark room and then he turns and there's this tall guy with like the white slender man face and he looks at him and then the clip ends and it's kind of just a no it's a non-face right okay rewind what what why is pasta creepy what am i missing here oh man yeah okay I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm I don't like... know if you've been down to Tony's and had the rigatoni, <laughs> but you gotta be a careful with the sauce. Well, does creepy pasta come from the term copy pasta? Um, I'm not sure on the origin. Which begets the other? Well, so let me let me just get you like the proper definition of creepy pasta. Uh, creepypasta are horror-related legends that have been shared around the internet. Creepypasta has since mm. become a catch-all term for any horror content posted onto the internet. Yeah, but oh. it'd be a... So, like, a copypasta is, I, I know, a thing that's all over Reddit. And so so is a creepypasta. I'm just wondering if it started there, if its origins are there. I, I Wouldn't know. a copypasta be someone who's copying a creepypasta that already have? happened no because no copy pasta is you're right you're right you're right it's so the whole idea of a copy pasta is like it's a 
somebody makes a post at some point in time. Other people find it entertaining, humorous, whatever. Either way, it, it garners enough attention. People think it's great. And they continue to take that post that was posted in a particular forum and copy it and paste it into other um, forums where it wasn't initially uh, relevant I or see. intended to be there. Yeah. Yep. Thank you. Thank you for explaining the internet to me as a person that does not. I <laughs> for some reason thought you were going to say as a person of color. I was going to be like, excuse me? No, as a person who does not <laughs> frequently. Polish is not a color. <laughs> Guys, I was not gray. saying that. I was saying as a person that does not uh, navigate the internet very well or often outside of <laughs> academic <laughs> Well, Endeavors. you're a lady who appreciates <laughs> etymology, though. Like you like the the need the reason behind names, right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Grandma. Creepy, Lay it on me. Creepy pasta is a portmanteau of the words creepy and copy pasta. So Nick was right. The term was coined on the image board 4chan around 2007. Copy pasta denotes viral copied and pasted text. The term was coined on 4chan around 2006. What is the most famous creepypasta? It is not Slenderman. It is The Rake. It is often listed as one of the most famous creepypasta monsters in 2018. A film based on The Rake was released on Tubi TV and Amazon Prime. Wow. Wow. I have a question. Um related to all this the topa mm -hmm. now where did that come from can you give me some history on the topa does it come from a certain culture and it's been like co-opted by people uh like or is it something that was created more recently like i feel like i've heard that word topa yeah. before i don't believe i have at all the topa yeah. was first described by Alexandra David Neal in 1868 to eight, or he lived from 1868 to 1969 in Magic and Mystery in Tibet from 1929. 68 to 69, what an upgrade. <laughs> that man lived through two 69s in his life. Okay. I think the one when he was 1 years two old the love. when he was 1 years old in the, in the 19th century. I don't know if that was very fun. I mean best, it's post civil war. One of the best times to fuck. You can't We get will rebuild. <laughs> That's true. Uh I it, mean babies fucking each other. Okay, all right. We'll ooh, continue wow. There. All right. Focus hey, here. Don't ban us internet. And is still regarded as a Tibetan concept. However, the idea of the tulpa is more indebted to the Theosophy than Tibetan Buddhism. Who's Theosophy? Theosophy teaches that the purpose of human life is spiritual emancipation and says that the human soul undergoes reincarnation upon a bodily death according to a process of karma. Now, there is some of that yeah. with Slender Man. Yeah. They all thought that when they were going to kill this girl, the based around the slender man murders they were going to be in his good graces like he was going to come and like i don't know show him all the cool wondrous scary sights so murders actually happened well actually it wasn't it it wasn't a successful murder cuz on may 31st 2014 in Wa Waukesha Wisconsin United States two 12 year old Waukesha, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Again, Waukesha. Caitlin is not a person of color. Her name is not Waukesha. 
Waukesha. <laughs> I wasn't trying to imply that at all. Two 12-year-old girls, Anissa Weir and Morgan Geyser, lured their friend Peyton Lautner into a forest and stabbed her 19 times in an attempt to appease the fictional character Slenderman. Yikes. Yeah. Lautner crawled to a road where she was found and recovered. After six days in the hospital, Wire and Geyser were found not guilty by mental disease or defect and committed to mental health institutions for sentences of 25 years to life and 40 years to life. Respectively, after seven years, Weir was granted early release and will be under supervision until age 37. Wow. The trails we go when we follow the tale of the Tulpas. Yeah, I mean, so that you know, it obviously got me thinking about like this this lobe thing where it's 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 nothing, you know. It's people can type. The, so one one thing that I was thinking about um, as we were kind of getting into it um, was, I mean, we don't really know what they're typing into the prompt. We just know what they tell us they typed into the prompt. Right. It's like they could just be like creepy lady rosacea. And like, and just be making <laughs> shit up like that, and and saying like, oh, I don't know how she keeps showing up, but the problem is back to the the Slenderman thing, and 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 what happened is, is it becomes this thing that you know children believe people um, that may be cognitively impaired um, may you know believe that to be real. Um, you know that there are it's not a completely innocent thing it's something that as adults we can you know talk about um but yeah i don't know that that's where this stuff gets a little freaky is what people choose to do with it that's all once it's out there it it, it is scary to think of sometimes i'm not sure it's i'm not sure you know, we've had so much popular fiction made about AI between like Skynet from Terminator, even like we mentioned the AI movie by Spielberg. I saw recently online, especially during the Christmas season, they were advertising for uh, robot dogs online. Mm-hmm. And I saw them and I mean, it looked completely, it's it's not like a huge dog. It's like a tiny, like almost like a little terrier or a Pomeranian-sized dog. Hmm. And it works. It's very functional. It's, it seemed actually loving, which is crazy to see. And, I mean, I at first I was kind of repulsed to it because I'm a huge dog lover. But if you think about it, if somebody's allergic to dogs and they've always wanted a dog, yeah, that or, is a solution. You know, if they're mm-hmm. no longer able to take care of a dog but still want some kind of company... Or they could get a bird, you fucking robot lovers. <laughs> but birds are gross, though. They are, and they're loud. Yeah, but birds we all are wonderful creatures. And they're dinosaurs? for the outside. For the outside, yeah, yeah. they are. They are dinosaurs. Yeah, modern mm. day mm. raptors. <laughs> so, <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I, do we know what a do we get kind of a gist of the tulpas? Yeah. I think so. So, are you saying that like people could turn Lobe into a tulpa? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm. Similar I guess that's to Slender Man, mm-hmm. where someone gets stabbed for right. no good reason. Right. Like they're like Lobe came and told me that I needed to eat my sister. 
And it's like, no. But that, so like that could happen with anything. It could that's happen true. With, with anything. Yeah. Like, and anything that's, that's shared online. And I, I think that the, the, it really comes down to access to internet for, you know, minors. Basically is, is a, a big concern is, you know, like, how can you monitor that? How can you make sure, you know? But is it something to do with the internet and internet access that causes something like that to happen? I think so. Like, well, I mean, that's where yeah. you get like incels and stuff like that, or like these like chronic like. Game- this is just the fact that they can like talk to each other and like create these echo chambers and like right. feed off of each other and yeah, like like, like an gives thing, some substance you know? to whatever they're talking about. Whereas like. In the past where they didn't have that Well, it's just like any other fa- fandom, you know? Like, if mm-hmm. you become so invested in something, it's like even like, well, our podcast, the ZNZZ podcast. They beca- People become so fixated on something, it becomes personal to them. And if, you know, you're a fan of something, I suggest taking a break occasionally. There's There is so much to this world. There's so much to do. There's so much to learn. You know, I get the appeal, and I'm a huge horror movie fan. I'm a, I'm, I'm a huge movie fan in general, and yeah, I've got a tiny little Jason Voorhees shot glass, and I wear a, a Jason Voorhees Christmas sweater, and I've seen all the movies. That doesn't mean I need to go to a cabin in the woods and stalk around. I think that sometimes doesn't mean that you have to, but you do. I do. Um. Every summer. uh, See me on Gun Lake. Anyway, so... Not Crystal Lake? Okay. (laughs) Anyway, that's fine. No, it's Gun Lake, (laughs) goddamn. They had to change the name. Not Chainsaw Lake. (laughs) (laughs) That's for old leather. Anyway, so... uh, That's really the episode, folks. Wow, that's Loeb. There's, there's info. There's more you can look into. There's an, a couple of interesting YouTube videos about Loeb. They're all very short and concise. It's not a huge episode, but I thought it was interesting enough to at least be covered. Yeah. There's always, there's always interesting wormholes to go down with AI. Do I love AI? I'm not sure. I don't know what it's going to manifest. I don't know what it's going to become. I can't predict the future. I would have never predicted these phones. These computers in our pocket all the time i didn't know where we were going i knew my aol instant messenger name which was Forg soul nine i remember that forgotten now. soul wow yeah <laughs> i was listening to a lot of new metal See wait but how episode. was it actually spelled was it just forg yeah which is like the name <laughs> forg which, is, which is the finished version of an ogre i guess or something forg soul hello i'm fjord fjord soul <laughs> I'm here to collect your chocolates <laughs> and take them down to the nearby reindeer farm. I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, Google if there's reindeer farms in Michigan. Uh, reindeer eat chocolate and gummy bears. <laughs> I feel like chocolate makes all animals sick, but that's just because I'm surrounded by so many digs. All right, guys, do you have anything you want to plug? Thanks for coming on again, by the way. I just want to say that you're not sure that you love AI. Oh, but, yeah. I don't, I'm not sure how much I love AI, but I think... Do you lobe it? <laughs> well played, Lady Caitlin. <laughs> well played. Do I lobe it? Mm-hmm. 
Is there? Mm, no, I don't. <laughs> okay. You don't creepy rosacea it. I think it's creepy. I you, I don't know what you would do for a horror movie with it because it honestly it just reminds me of a Alabama ant in the ring. Like take take that and put it in the movie The Ring. That's that's the only thing I like if I was a horror movie guy and I was gonna try to make a movie out of it, I don't know what the concept would be. It would just be a bunch of nerds on the computer being like, What the fuck? She keeps popping up, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I you know, I, I did start thinking about like chat bots and things where I'm like, I love that like a senior citizen or, or somebody that just needs somebody to talk to has something that can interface like a human. <laughs> Like, or a lobe. Oh. <laughs> hey, Marnie. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, senior friend bot. It's been a while since I've felt the love of a friend. Can you tell me what you did today? Mm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what they would say. Yeah, I mean, I, I downloaded, there was one, because um, we did an AI episode for conspiracy therapy and i downloaded one of those friend ai apps mm -hmm. and it was the strangest thing yeah like it would respond immediately and it was concise mm -hmm. i mean when you listen to them talk like we did on the opening clip there you can tell it's not real mm -hmm. was the opening clip was that two chatbots talking to each other yeah okay that's what i thought i just wanted to make sure mm-hmm of I didn't course. know if it was like a famous one or something. No, I mean, there's so many of them. Two now. rando chatbots. Yeah, just just two <laughs> randos catching up, catching up on a day of ones and zeros, and you yeah. know, really trying to just set up their weekend plans. It sounded what, like what they had a bit of a disagreement. If you're like yeah. messaging one of these bots, you know, whether it's in an app or. I don't know how else you connect with it, but yeah, you're, you anyway, you're like DMing with like this this bot thing that's designed to interface with a human, and then you're like, "Can I see a picture of you?" and you get fucking lobed. I mean, oh, that sucks. Dang. That's the internet version of getting blue balled now, because nobody wants to fuck Alabama Nant. Unless you're into that, then uh, it freaks me out. I, it freaks me out. I'm dumb enough to be scared of just random things. Like I'm just like. <laughs> I mean, I get that. It's it's tricky. I mean, look, I would say because the like, movie that really creeped me out with this stuff was the movie Her, mm, where yeah. Joaquin yeah. Phoenix has the AI robot that he basically falls in love with. Yeah, that's where I get like, oh no, like if a robot can reproduce things that accurately, it becomes a bit concerning mm -hmm. like those images are enough to be creeped out and kind of i don't know about this but things like that where people stop communicating to other humans yeah shutting down relationships can well not only i know many people yeah. many people who saw covid as the greatest blessing when it comes to having an excuse to not have to do social interaction anymore yeah introverts it's crazy we're very happy mm -hmm. and still to this day i mean it's hard to get and, and look i love everyone that i'm close with and i'm 
super happy that I get together with them when I do, but it's, it was, a it was, it's been interesting as things have slowly started to roll back into a more human phase again. I don't know if we'll ever be out of the clear completely, but goddamn was that an interesting time to live. And man, did it must suck to have to graduate during that and try to transition into adulthood. Right. But yeah. I don't know. There's pros and cons to everything except for Hitler. And um, it's an interesting world we live in, man. It's fascinating. But that's kind of a internet mystery. We don't know what Loeb will do, but maybe we'll have to do a follow-up if she decides to, I don't know, do something other than be pissed in a picture. Yeah. Yeah, I just I want to know more about these prompts. I, I I think it's it's just a, a matter of time before we learn more about where these images, how they were actually generated, and and what the story is. If this narrative even continues, but reality is there's always going to be, you know, a new thing tomorrow. So true. Yeah. Yep. What do you want to plug? Do you want to plug your wice dot org? Spin in the s- sounds. Yeah. Every other Saturday. Noon to three. So you're a divorce DJ. Volunteer. What? It's every other weekend. (laughs) Oh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) She shares custody. Oh, I share custody with other programmers. (laughs) Dang. Mm -hmm. Yeah. WICE 88.1 in the Grand Rapids, Michigan area. You can go and listen online at WICE.org. Listen live. Also, just want to... Quick shout out libraries. Mm, yeah, we did that, but we should do it every time. Yeah. Plants and libraries. Yeah. If you have not touched a plant today, touch a plant, you know, check that it's safe first. You know, don't want to go rubbing on some poison ivy. Ask it how its day was. Hmm? Ask it how its day was. Yeah, I don't know that it'll answer you, but, um, you know, just vibe with it. Vibe with it. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's my advice. Cool. Nick. <laughs> Love it. Brotable. Um, check out check out my band on Bandcamp. We're called Fidakin. Uh we're like a mathcore revival kind of outfit. Um a la Hydra Head Records. Fans of Botch might be into this kind of stuff or converge. Or anyway, any any of that stuff. Um so yeah, Fidakin, search us on Bandcamp. We're from Grand Rapids, Michigan, and uh, we are recording Future episode, first... Grand Rapids, Michigan, the history of... Whoa. What? That'd be a fun one. I need to learn that, because I'm not from here. Where are you from? Everywhere. <laughs> Dallas I can't do it. and <laughs> Citizen Cleveland of the world, no. Kentucky. <laughs> I call Cleveland my home base. Uh, well, there's another future episode. Oh, the cleave. We got to go to the cleave. <laughs> we got to record it in Cleveland, though. That's the trick. Oh, that would be fun. With LeBron. Will that make yeah. him come back? What? <laughs> Will that make LeBron <laughs> come back? No, My favorite podcast. Only Loeb. Oh, damn it. LeBron James. All right, last one. That was the last one. We should put that in the AI art generator. 
Lobe Bron James. <laughs> I want to see what that looks like. LeBron, your rosation from the free throw line. Yeah. <laughs> There's an avatar version. Why can't there be a LeBron version? Oh man, she's gonna be my dreams. I know it. Oh God. Well, check us out on Instagram. The Zanzizi podcast is up now. I'm sure of it. I know. Email us at the Zanzizi podcast at gmail.com. Give us a suggestion, rate and review on iTunes and Spotify. Five stars, please. If you do, we'll shout you out. Maybe we'll make a song of it. Who knows? These guys might be on that episode or they may not. There's a whole cast of crazy characters now in this new phase. It's cool. Anyway, to bring us out, we're going to play us some AI-generated music. Zanzizi's and BB, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks, friends. Okay. Uh, Get them all out, folks. <laughs> <laughs>